Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, South Australia holds its breath. More Adelaide venues added to a coronavirus hotspot list as furious hotel guests prepare to evacuate and restart their 14-day quarantine. Budget sweetener New South Wales to replace stamp duty with new pay-as-you-go system to help give young buyers a foot in the door. Heartbreak and anger, the family of a murdered Melbourne woman demand answers from police as her suspected killer waits charges. And a historic deal in motion, the Prime Minister heading home after a productive meeting with his Japanese counterpart. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. South Australia is being warned it's not out of the woods yet as a coronavirus outbreak grows. 20 cases are linked to the Parafield cluster, with another 14 people suspected of having the virus. There's growing anger at the hotel at the centre of Adelaide's outbreak, Peppers, where guests have been pushed to breaking point. They've been told they'll have to restart their quarantine, meaning for some, a month locked in a tiny room. Overnight, more venues were added to a growing list of locations visited by those infected as thousands again prepare to wait in line at testing sites across the city. SA Health has ordered more than 4,000 people into self-isolation. The impact of Adelaide's outbreak is being felt around the nation. New rules are coming into force in Victoria as the border remains open. From midnight tonight, truck drivers entering from South Australia will be asked to undergo a COVID test on arrival, while Queensland, Tasmania, WA and the Northern Territory have all tightened border restrictions. New South Wales is keeping its border open. Stamp duty in New South Wales will be phased out amid a $16 billion deficit for the state. The New South Wales Treasurer is backing his budget despite it being labelled wildly optimistic. After revealing the historic debt, Dominic Perrottet predicted a return to surplus in 2025, factoring in a coronavirus vaccine by mid-next year and a return to international travel by the end of 2021. There are a lot of assumptions that he's made here that are precarious. I believe that they are very conservative and it's always better to be uh, surprised on the upside than the downside. In a bid to make property more affordable to first home buyers, stamp duty will be replaced with a type of pay later scheme. Buyers could opt to pay a smaller property tax each year. 
A heartbroken Melbourne father says he's been let down by a broken system after his 23-year-old daughter was murdered in the family home. Celeste Mano had been harassed for months by a former work colleague who was fired at the beginning of the year. She wasn't close with him at all, but just to give him some support, she just walked him out the door and ever since that day he's just been obsessed with her. Let my daughter down. It's got to be changed. It's not going to bring her back, but it's got to be changed. Ms Mano's boyfriend joined dozens of mourners outside her home yesterday, consoling friends, colleagues and family who are pleading for a change to better protect women. Global cosmetics giant Lush has handed back more than $4 million to underpaid employees across Australia. Staff hadn't been paid properly for eight years, with Lush self-reporting the breach in 2018. More than 3,000 employees were affected at stores around the country. Crown Casino will again attempt to get the green light on Sydney's Barangaroo Casino. A meeting scheduled for today is expected to discuss plans for a soft opening, including limiting tables available and reducing the number of patrons allowed in. The planned December 14 opening is under review by the New South Wales Independent Liquor and Gaming Authority. At a time when many Australians are struggling to find work, 17,500 new jobs have just opened up. McDonald's needs to fill the spots before the end of the year. The fast food giant is offering a variety of roles at stores in every state and territory. The Prime Minister is headed home from Japan this morning after striking a historic defence deal. Let's go live now to Seven News political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. What will this agreement mean for Australia? Good morning, Jody. This will see Australia and Japan conduct more joint military exercises, including in the South China Sea. Scott Morrison has signed an in-principle agreement with Japan's new Prime Minister, Yoshihida Suga, in Tokyo overnight, which will be finalised in Australia next year to counter China's growing assertiveness in the region. It follows six years of negotiations, and the Prime Minister says it's a significant step forward in relations. We respect and appreciate that the only other nation that Japan has entered into such an agreement, which we have now reached in principle agreement on, was the United States some 60 years ago. And so we respect and appreciate the special trust that you have placed in us. Scott Morrison's met with Japanese investors in Australia's hydrogen industry, hoping our exports can benefit from Japan committing to net zero emissions by 2050. He also met with international Olympic officials ahead of the Tokyo Games, which will go ahead next year at this stage in the most COVID-safe way possible. The PM also again pushing Brisbane's bid to host the Games in 2032. Officials offering to resume those talks with the Queensland government that have been on ice since the pandemic. OK, Olivia, thank you. Pete Evans has spoken out after being dumped by more than a dozen high-profile sponsors. The exodus was sparked after the celebrity chef posted a photo of a butterfly with a neo-Nazi symbol to social media. The celebrity chef took to Instagram saying he didn't even know what it meant. The fact that I had to actually Google what neo-Nazi meant is pretty telling. It follows a series of controversial comments by the chef, including that coronavirus was a hoax. A man's been charged after slamming into the front of a police station in regional New South Wales. The Toyota crashed through the front fence in Lightning Ridge before coming to land in the foyer of the station. The building was significantly damaged but fortunately was vacant at the time. A 38-year-old will appear in court today charged with driving furiously.
Six weeks into the official bushfire season, New South Wales has so far escaped any repeat of last summer's catastrophic fires. But authorities are not relaxing, inviting us along for an aerial survey of a vital resource for firefighters, the state's network of fire trails. 26 lives, 2,400 homes lost, 7% of the state scorched, our worst ever bushfires. Fire services are determined if it happens again, it won't be for lack of preparation. A survey team making aerial inspections of 1,500 kilometres of fire trails on Crown land, part of a strategic network allowing firefighters and their vehicles safe access and escape routes. The trails have to be wide enough for tankers clear of obstructions and washaways. When problems are found, ground crews are sent in, but initial surveys by helicopter are more efficient. What takes six months by road takes five weeks by air. It's a cheaper and safer way to manage our public estate. The latest assessment predicts a normal fire season for New South Wales this summer, but spring rain has raised the risk of grassland and crop fires. While the RFS says the heightened risk is west of the divide this season, coastal areas including Sydney will also be under its watchful eye because it only takes one or two hot days for the risk factor to change. Key agencies say they're well prepared with hazard reduction, new aircraft and over 71,000 trained volunteers and clear, well-mapped fire trails. Tom Saker, 7 News. Two Sydney schoolboys have had their plans for a party thwarted after their parents found out they celebrated a fake wedding. They hatched the scheme to beat COVID rules so up to 150 people could attend instead of just a few dozen. High school sweethearts pose for photos after saying, I do. The only hitch, they didn't get hitched at all. The pair aren't even a couple. They're classmates from the prestigious Sydney Grammar School. Last Thursday was the Year 12 formal and an after-party set to be hosted at one of the boys' North Shore mansions was planned and disguised as a wedding celebration so more than 30 guests could attend. But his parents found out and raced back to Sydney to crash the party. In a statement, they said clearly this was a silly teenage idea. However, no legally binding ceremony took place and we shut down the planned private celebratory event as soon as we found out about it and thankfully nobody was put at risk. But they couldn't stop the wedding photos going viral and the mischievous mates becoming the talk of the town. I think it's great. What a clever way of trying to beat the system. It's uh, very clever. <laughs> The reason those rules are in place is to protect everybody. It was a neighbour who innocently alerted the boys' parents about their party plans after sending a text message to congratulate them on their son's upcoming nuptials. The boys have apologised and because no party went ahead, no fines were issued. Ashley Hansen, 7 News. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The most powerful Atlantic hurricane of the year has made landfall in Central America. Hurricane Iota has brought torrential rain and strong winds to Nicaragua's Caribbean coast. Around 40,000 people have been evacuated from areas in the storm's path. Iota is now classified as a Category 4 hurricane, but the storm is weakening as it approaches Honduras. Violent clashes have broken out between protesters and police near Thailand's parliament in Bangkok. Police used tear gas and water cannon against protesters who are calling for reforms to the monarchy and the military-backed government. This latest violence comes as politicians debate possible changes to the constitution after months of protests. The US Navy has succeeded in its first attempt to shoot down an intercontinental ballistic test missile. The Pentagon released an animation of the test showing the first ever ship-fired missile intercepting and destroying an incoming weapon. The missile was launched from the Marshall Islands and travelled thousands of kilometres before it was shot down by a US Navy destroyer. The chief suspect in the disappearance of British toddler Madeleine McCann has been injured in a German court. Christian Bruckner, who is serving time for a drug conviction, sustained two broken ribs when he was taken to court for a routine hearing. He was taken to hospital for treatment and then returned to the court. Bruckner, a convicted sex offender, was living in Portugal near the resort where Madeleine McCann vanished 13 years ago. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is down, the Nasdaq up slightly higher. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost ground. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, Hong Kong's Hang Seng also gained and the All Lords and the ASX 200 both finished up. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,886 US dollars an ounce, oil is 41 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73 US cents, 76 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. A car thief in London has made a very clumsy getaway when he stole a tow truck in broad daylight. The thief smacked into six parked cars as he drove the truck down the street carrying a poorly fastened VW Beetle. The car whipped into vehicles leaving a trail of destruction as the thief fled. The truck and the badly damaged car were found abandoned nearby. With just weeks until his presidential term comes to an end, Donald Trump has reportedly been exploring options to launch an attack on Iran's main nuclear site. 7 News US correspondent Tim Lester is in Washington DC. Good morning Tim, it's an extraordinary claim. It is an extraordinary claim, Jody, and yet easy to understand why President Trump might be focused on his Iran record just nine weeks out from the due end of his presidency. Uh, the New York Times has reported that a meeting occurred here last Thursday between the president and his most senior military and security advisers. Remember, he sacked his defence secretary just a week ago, so his replacement was in the room. This coming after an assessment from the International 
International Atomic Energy Agency that Iran has rebuilt its stockpile of low enriched uranium up to two and a half thousand kilograms, way above the limits set out in the deal that the Obama administration signed on to with Iran. But of course, President Trump scrapped that deal and moved out of it in 2018. The president apparently asked his chiefs in last Thursday's meeting what options he had for a potential strike on Iran's nuclear facilities. He was counselled against it by his secretary of state, his vice president, his acting defence secretary and others who suggested that it might trigger a wider Middle East conflict. So much attention here now, of course, on the president and whether he will allow a smooth transition to Joe Biden, this underscoring just how many important decisions he has to make in the weeks left to go in his presidency. Jody? Sure does. Okay, thanks, Tim. The lead up to tonight's State of Origin decider has been overshadowed after the integrity of the Maroons' doctor was questioned. The Blues have asked the NRL to explain why they received a warning for allowing Boyd Cordner back on the field in Game 1 when the Maroons avoided scrutiny for their handling of Jake Friend's head knocks in Game 2. Cameron Munster is a certain starter for Queensland after recovering from his concussion. Edric Lee will debut on the wing after Xavier Coates succumbed to a groin injury and Brenko Lee will come into the centre if he overcomes a knee complaint. Australia's White Bull squad members and staff have rushed out of WA, Tasmania and Queensland to avoid border closure issues following the COVID outbreak in South Australia. The Adelaide strikers and other Big Bash players based in SA fled the state yesterday after the Tasmanian government tightened its borders ahead of the start of the Big Bash in Hobart on December the 10th. At the moment, you know, look, we're preparing for basically all scenarios. Um, so at the moment, we've, we've got kit, we've booked training facilities. The players and staff have headed to a training base in Coffs Harbour in northern New South Wales. Cricket Australia remains committed to the Adelaide Test match. In the women's big bash, the Sydney Thunder broke their three-game losing streak with a dominant eight-wicket win over the Melbourne Renegades. Chasing 127, English captain Heather Knight smashed her fourth half-century of the tournament to lead the Thunder to victory. That's it there. The first, sorry, the second player within the WBBL to hit a half-century against every team in the competition. The Thunder are now third on the ladder. At 54 years old, Mike Tyson is still turning heads in the boxing world. The former heavyweight world champion stunned social media after posting pictures of him in incredible shape ahead of his return to the ring against Mike Jones Jr. in Los Angeles later this month. Videos of Tyson's training regime this year have gone viral as Iron Mike prepares for his first bout in 14 years. The coronavirus pandemic has dominated our lives this year, but it's also had an impact on the way we speak. Dozens of new words and phrases have entered the vernacular, but one in particular stands out, ISO. Now an abbreviation of isolation has been named Australia's 2020 Word of the Year. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough in the west will maintain heat, showers and storms in the Northern Territory and Eastern WA and draw hot winds then storms to Western South Australia. Dry winds will turn warm northerly in the rest of South Australia, Tasmania, Victoria, Western New South Wales and Western Queensland. 
Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane and in Sydney. Cloud clearing in Canberra, heading for a top of 25 degrees. Mostly sunny in Melbourne, a top of 28. Partly cloudy in Hobart. Mostly sunny and a top of 34 in Adelaide. Partly cloudy in Perth today. And partly cloudy and 35 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 18th of November.